What's up, everybody? This is your boy Kyrie from I Think I Know Basketball, delivering you a quick 20-second timeout on my way to work. Heading down Jamaica Way right now on the way to WBUR in the morning, uh, but wanted to give you my thoughts really quickly on some of the action from this weekend. Um, a lot of interesting stuff, especially coming out of the West. Um, you had LeBron James and the LA Lakers going on an impressive two-game winning streak against the NBA best Milwaukee Bucks and then against the LA Clippers, their hometown rivals and a team that they had lost two games to earlier in the season. Um, Marquise and I had talked about this last week about whether or not <clears throat> about whether or not the idea of LeBron James putting himself back in the MVP discussion was real or not. It was something that it was pitched a little bit by Doris Burke last week during a nationally broadcast game with the Lakers against the Pelicans, basically saying the gap between Giannis Antetokounmpo and LeBron James wasn't as wide as a lot of people thought uh, for the top spot for, for MVP rankings. And for me, I didn't want to take that too far because I think that overall this year Giannis has played the better basketball not to say that LeBron has played badly surely hasn't uh, he's, he's absolutely rebounded from a rough year last year where he was injured um, he looks fresher than he has in quite a few years thanks in part to that rest he got last year not having to play in the postseason and he showed up this past weekend against two of the NBA's biggest stars Giannis and Kawhi uh, Marquise was kind of of the mind that, you know what, maybe LeBron James is going to be the MVP because he is still and did and he showed that he's still the best player in the league when he's engaged. He's playing defense in a way he hasn't played defense since he was in Miami, really. And that's been true most of the year, really, is that his defense has been back up to a really good, if not elite level, pretty quietly. You know, yeah, you still see some slips every now and then where he doesn't help out or he kind of, you know, shrugs in the backcourt while stuff's going on. But for the most part, he's been, you know, at the top of his game defensively. And you saw what he can be potentially in a playoff series. Still the best player in the world. So I'm still looking at this like it's Giannis's race to lose, but... I'm starting to kind of, but I think it's absolutely true what Marquise was saying that maybe the gap isn't as wide and that LeBron James has a legitimate chance to really put himself back in this race. I mean, he was a two-time Western Conference Player of the Month for January and February, and he's keeping up that level of play, so we'll see what happens. Another interesting game from last night was Oklahoma City knocking off Boston Thanks to a late layup from Dennis Schroeder, but I want to talk about the Celtics kind of in broad strokes terms, because what I've noticed about that team is, for as good as they are, they are continually struggling to finish games, and it's just so strange to me. I mean, they were up double digits for much of the game, especially in the second half, they were really taking care of business. They let the Thunder back in the game. Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul combined for 55 points to help knock them off. And on the other side, you just didn't get a very good game from the Celtics' best players. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum was okay. He had 19 points, but he wasn't as efficient as he usually is. 
Kemba Walker struggled a lot. He was only four for 14 from the field for only 14 points. And I think that's going to be something that Jason Tatum now kind of making that star turn. Like he could be one of the real elite players in the league. He's not top 10 yet, though. So if he's not going to be that, then you need everybody else playing at a better level than what they played last night. The Oklahoma City are a surprisingly good team. I think this was a good test for the Celtics, and they couldn't pass it. And, And this isn't the first time that this has happened, where the Celtics have had a big lead, where the Celtics have had a big lead, and they haven't been able to hold on to it. And I think that that's just something worth monitoring because Marquise and I have talked about the Celtics now potentially being NBA Finals contenders. I've been kind of iffy on them a little bit, but seeing Jason Tatum play the way that he's been playing, I think that it's possible. I I really, really think that if you get the Celtics in a playoff series with the Bucs, say, you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you have Jason Tatum go off, I really think that the Boston Celtics are a good enough team to beat the Bucks and potentially go to the NBA Finals. But they got to get this figured out, man, because a team like the Bucks is too solid to blow opportunities like what the Celtics did yesterday with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Another team I want to talk about real quick before I hop off, the New Orleans Pelicans. Like, yeah, everybody's talking about Zion and what he's been doing. Now that we've had, now that we've had, you know, a growing sample size to watch what Zion Williamson has been doing and watching what the Pelicans have been doing with him in the lineup, consider this. We talked about, Marquise and I put this out there a couple of weeks ago about John Morant versus Zion Williamson for Rookie of the Year. Now, I personally think that it's hard for Zion Williamson to win that award when he's only played when he's only basically played half the season or so something like that so I mean I I don't know that I'm really talking about that but I'm just but I'm really really surprised at how both the Memphis Grizzlies and New Orleans Pelicans have turn their team around in the course of a year. Like, think about that. The New Orleans Pelicans had the first pick in the draft. The Memphis Grizzlies had the second pick. The Memphis Grizzlies are now eighth in the Western Conference playoff picture, and New Orleans is ninth. They're right there. Memphis has a solid lead right now for that eighth spot in the West. They're four games up in the loss column, but you can't count the Pelicans out right now. Look at what they did last night to the Timberwolves. They waxed them. 120 to 107. You can always talk about Zion, right? You know, another good game, 23 points. But then you've got Drew Holiday and Brandon Ingram still playing good ball. You know, Brandon Ingram isn't scoring the way that he was, but he had a 15-12-7 game. Drew Holiday put up 37 points and a near triple-double. Lonzo Ball had 18 points. Like, this team has suddenly become real intriguing in a short amount of time. And I think it's going to be a fun race for that last spot in the West. You can't take it for granted anymore. Um, And and then you know what? Actually, I do want to close out with this. With the Brooklyn Nets situation, it's just one of the strangest things, man. Like, this is a team right now that's overcome a lot to get to where they are right now. They're seventh in the Eastern Conference, 
and they've done it the majority of the year without Kyrie. I mean, this is going to be a playoff team. They're going to make the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, they move on from their head coach. And that is just, it's one of the, it's one of the weirdest storylines I've seen this year in the NBA. And you know what? It's hard not to look at Kyrie Irving right here. Well, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, really. Uh, But mostly Kyrie Irving. Because the rumor is that Kenny Atkinson, the now departed head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, didn't have a great relationship with Kyrie. Kyrie sour on having him as a coach. And Atkinson and the Nets supposedly mutually decided that it would be best for Atkinson to leave the organization before Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant take it over next year. And that's crazy. Again, look at what this team has been doing. They won again last night over the Bulls because, I mean, why not? You got Karis LeVert arguably playing the best basketball of anybody in the league. Like LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, all of them. Karis LeVert has been incredible lately. You got a team in the playoffs that arguably was not supposed to be there and the coach leaves because he doesn't think he can coexist with this team's biggest stars in the future. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate right there. And it makes me think about the sustainability of it all. Like I talked about the Brooklyn Nets earlier this year as having a really good young core with Kyrie and with Kevin Durant coming back next year. They were really building a strong team culture. You know what? Honestly, they're kind of reminiscent of to me, though obviously not as good, you know, they're the seventh seed, is a couple of years ago when Boston didn't have Kyrie and they took the LeBron James Cavaliers back in 2018 to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals because they had a great team culture. They played defense. They fought hard. They came back from big deficits. It was a fun team to watch. And now you're wondering, and you know, it's kind of, I'm loath to just throw this out here, but I do wonder how much Kyrie Irving is once again kind of sabotaging, even when he's not even playing, sabotaging something good. And I really hope that's not the case. DeAndre Jordan is trying to say pump the brakes on that. Like, that's not really how it is. But man, it's hard to see what's going on right now and not think that there's a common thread here. And that could be Kyrie Irving and maybe even now the adding the mercurial Kevin Durant to the mix and not seeing the common thread there. And I really hope that that's not what happens. I hope the Nets continue going from strength to strength because they have a good young team with good young players who play hard and are still developing. And I, I don't want to see that ruined. But we'll see what happens. That's all the time I got for now. Thank you very much for checking out I Think I Know Basketball. We're going to have more stuff coming for you throughout the week. So have a listen. Keep an eye out on our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check us out on the Anchor FM app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you.